It smells like spring, it feels like spring, and uh, in Northeast Iowa, every tractor has been rolling this week, uh, planting corn and soybeans in uh, soil that's been uh, very uh, nicely handled over the winter by Mother Nature, but on the roads we've got dust. But alongside that, the Mississippi River is near its just recent uh, third highest crest. And I am looking at Bob Urban right now at the corporate headquarters of Murray Outdoors under the big flower basket on the south end of Guttenberg. You look uh, like you're going strong. Yeah, Ken. Uh, walleye. Let's stick with the walleye. There's a lot of flowers right now. Uh, week, First week, first big week of flower season for us. We did take on the nursery aspect of Beth when she retired. Uh, was real nervous about it, but... Ken, to be honest with you, I'm really liking it. I shut the phone off, and it doesn't ring, and I'm out there watering flowers all day today. Well, in the realities of business, uh, you have to be able to uh, cash flow. And when the river's up, I would think that that uh, cuts down the amount of fishing, although people, the pent-up demand is going to be strong once the river goes down. But right now, there's a lot of people, including me, that love to plant perennials annually and love to grow as many flowers and other things as possible. Yeah, we're noticing that, and, and you're right on the fishing side of things, Ken. Our bait business just went to a complete halt, uh, which we knew it would for this month with the river. Not a lot of folks fishing, but what they are doing, they're coming in and loading up on tackle. They're going on trips. They're going to southern Iowa. The river just is not quite fishable yet. It will be next week. So we are uh, in order, and Beth always did that. She always had uh, the two-phase business. She had the river side of things, the fishing side of things and then supplemented that with the, the flower business or vice versa, however she did that. But uh, very smart to have when you live on the river. Uh, it's feast or famine on the river sometimes when you go through a flood year. Now, I understand that the big walleye that we always talk about, you're going to show the lure that actually caught that fish. How big is that fish? About how many, how many feet long? It's probably nine foot long, I'd say, maybe ten. And uh, the lure... You actually have it here with us. It is a Rapala. What size Rapala? So it's a floater Rapala. It's a original giant lure. It's called. It's an F73. For all those fishermen out there, would know what the 73 means. To gauge it, when we're fishing walleyes and stuff, it's an F9, F11 at the biggest we usually use. So we're at 73 and F73. And Ken, if you you touch it, it's got some real treble hooks on it. Uh, there's some tube, tubing over it, but it is legit, and I, I don't know if it would work. It'd probably break your pole unless you had a glass rod, but it's a, it's a big lure. We're going to mount it up on the fish's mouth. It should be a really nice finishing touch to the big walleye. Is this going to hang from the lower lip of that walleye, or where is the best place to catch one? It's going to be legally caught, so it will be in the lip. Yeah, it'll be in the lip, and I just need to make sure that it's secured <laughs> properly with the wind that we had the last this whole week. Um, we need to make sure that it's it's secure. I think my, my uncle is my state farm agent, and he'll definitely make sure that it's secure when he comes and visits. We've been talking around the issue of fishing because right here, right now, everybody's been waiting for the water to go down. It's been moving downward more quickly than we really thought. We've been staying fairly cool at night in this area, so the water continues to drop. And uh, about what level you think it is now? Oh, I think we're a couple feet under, Ken. I'm not sure... 
Uh, I know it's going to be around 16 foot uh, next Tuesday, Wednesday. I think up north we're going to stay dry, and then it's just going to keep going down uh, just like it came up. So that's that's good news. All these farmers are planting as rapidly as they can to get ahead of the rains that are coming. So there will be some rain in the future. We just don't know how much that will be. Yeah, that's correct. It just looks pretty – the chances were, were pretty slim, which is good for uh, – the river pool and the farmers obviously they'll need it but they're they are a lot of dust out there we got a couple of uh, features we want to have for you today one comes from south of us one comes from north uh, south of us a young lady who is from the leon iowa area who uh, works in uh, decatur county uh, is going to join us with a fishery report from way southern iowa where they don't have much of a flood problem right now. No, it'd be lake country down there, farm pond country. Uh, Kim's father actually comes into the store as a customer of ours, and we got to hook up with that. Uh, I always talk about Little River area, Leon, Creston, southwest Iowa. Very, very nice area to go down and fish for panfish this time of year. Um, May 1st to Mother's Day, usually the prime time down there. We have a lot of folks going south. Um, they'll hit that and then come back up and hit the river. Uh, right now with the river being at flood stage still, a lot of our customers here at the store are actually going and making that four-hour venture down there just to get their boat and get everything working. And, and actually the fishing is phenomenal down there along Highway 2 and uh, over in the Creston area. Some people say that every summer their goal is to go to Canada or go north of here and go fishing. So you've got a friend up uh, near Green Bay, is that right, who's a guide? Yeah, exclusively walleye uh, guide service out of Green Bay. We talked about, I'm not sure if we talked about it, but we do have pictures of my son, Larry, with Lures with Larry. Larry that works at the store here on Tuesdays and Thursdays. My stepdad. We all went on a family trip. Us three went up, and we had a a great time with Mike. Uh, Anywhere in Green Bay, uh, he'll take you. He'll put you on fish. Uh, one of the best guides, in my opinion, up there. And I've known him for probably five years. Met him at some sports shows when we were doing the sports shows. And, and a real good guy. You'll, you'll love listening to him. Well, our goal, Bob, is to uh, get into the show and let people hear these features. Uh, they already know the status of the Mississippi River, at least here on the uh, northeastern part of the state. And on down to the south, uh, they've got the same issues. And inland to the west, it's great. So let's hope that people get a chance to get out and fish. Looks like the weather's going to be great. We hope that your lawn and garden business does well, as well. Yeah, that's that's going to be really good. Actually, both things are a little bit delayed, in my opinion. Um, and that is because of the weather. Folks are finally getting out. We're gonna, you're gonna, we're gonna get hit on both ends, Ken, as far as the fishing and uh, the gardening and the flower business. Let's go way south in Iowa. Some people call it Lapland down in Decatur County. And on the line with me is Kimberly Miller, who is a conservation technician. Kimberly, I just met you a while back. I'd love to know more about what you do and what area you're working in. So I am currently working for Decatur County. Our main parks would be Little River Lake and Flip Bluff. Take care of all the maintenance and everything that goes on in the parks. And I have two other coworkers. We have a director and another maintenance tech. So it's just us three <laughs> managing all that. Well, that sounds like a, a big job. I understand your father is quite a fisherman, so you maybe it runs in your blood a little bit. 
and you seem to want a job like this once you went through all your testing, I hear. Tell me how the fishing is down at Little River Lake. So right now the crappies are pretty hot. I've seen a lot of fishermen get their limits. They are still out pretty deep, but they're starting to work their way into the shallow areas as they get closer to spawning. Um, the water temps are sitting at about 65, so we're getting warmer. We're getting there. The bluegills are starting to bite. Um, the bass, we have bass tournaments every weekend at our lake. So those are doing well. I've heard they average around three to four pounds right now, but as spawning starts, they'll start to see more of them big females, around eight pounds. Wow, that would be nice to hook into. These are largemouth bass? Correct. What else as far as fish in your lake uh, do people fish for through the year? We have a walleye, which is fantastic. I actually just stocked some walleye in our rearing pond, so every year they get stocked. Um, we have channel catfish, bullheads, and flathead catfish. So right now you'd say the best fishing is crappie? Correct. <laughs> that is what everybody's out there for right now. They're starting to catch bluegills. For your reservoir, how can you come in, put your boat in, and legally fish? So we have three different boat ramps that we manage, and the DNR also has another boat ramp. We have one just off of the main road, and then we have one in the campground, and we have one that's called our Paul Vaughn boat ramp at the north end of our park. And then the DNR has one clear across the lake. <laughs> You would have to look up a map to get to that one. It's a little tricky. Can you tell me uh, if there's any other fishing license or permit required to fish there? Um, you would just need your fishing license. And then, of course, you need to follow all the boat safety laws and make sure you have your life jackets and fire extinguisher and all the usual stuff when you're out on the lake. Sure. Everybody should do that. And you have people out checking for that, I'm sure, with the even though you have a limited staff. Uh, is your campground pretty much full already? Starting to pick up. Um, the campground's smaller compared to a lot of others, but it's gorgeous. And yesterday, I would say it was about half full. Well, you know you're getting a lot of people who can't fish the Mississippi right now, so they got to go fishing somewhere, and you're the best fix they can get, I understand. I've actually talked to a lot of people from that neck of the woods. I've talked to some people from Dubuque yesterday. I've seen... A lot of Wisconsin plates that I assume are from the Prairie du Chien area. Do you have a phone number or website people could go to to get a better feel for fishing in that Little River Lake area? So we have a page on the My County Parks website for Iowa County's parks. And everything you would need to know about renting cabins or fishing or renting a shelter or the campground, that would all be there. And you can find any of our phone numbers on there. You would type in... Iowa, My County Parks, Iowa, and then you would find Decatur County's page on there, and then you would go from there. Kimberly, you're just so pleasant with all of this and knowledgeable that we're probably going to call you quite a bit during the season, and uh, I hope we don't send you too many people, but I hope you send you enough to make it uh, a good place for everybody to have a good time and catch fish. You know, I love seeing everybody out there fishing. I'm so jealous when I'm sitting on a mower all day watching everybody reel in their fish, but it's always a pleasure to talk to everybody and see what's biting and how big they're getting. So I'd be happy to talk to anybody that comes and visits. Thank you, Kimberly. No problem. Have a good day.
up north. Mike Lewis is a walleye guy that is of high acclaim. He runs a company called Exclusively Walleye Guide. Mike, uh, where are you located? Hi, Ken. Nice to talk with you. Um, I'm up here in Green Bay area. I'm a little bit west of town, but I fish every port that, you know, from O'Connell, Marinette, Sturgeon Bay, Metro, Boat Launch, right out of Green Bay. So anywhere the fish are biting is where we'll be heading. What's the situation now this early in the season? When do you really get into uh, what you consider a good spring walleye bite? Well, the the good spring walleye bite is tapering down. It's to the very close end here at the this being the beginning of May, but which is good so the spawn happens and we don't really affect the spawn with our catch and keep rate. So now with the first weekend in May coming up, that's when the season opens on the bay, basically. It's open 365, but you can only keep one fish. Now come the first weekend in May, you can keep up to five walleyes. So it's time to get out and get on some fish, and they're pretty active right now. So. Mike, do you have a slot limit or any restrictions on the size of those fish? Now, we don't have a slot limit at all on the bay. What typically I try to do with my guide service is anything 23 inches or over, I try to throw back because they've made it that long in their life. They must be a little bit smarter than the other ones, so we throw them back, let them be the ones to produce some more fish for us. Keep the day prominent like it is now, so... That's just my own personal take on it is just to throw back the bigger ones and uh, keep the smaller ones to eat. Well, that sounds like a a good thing unless you were to hook a monster 31 to 33-incher and then many people want to mount those. You know what? It's a fish of a lifetime. and There's a lot of fish like that up here. I might mention the idea of getting a replica made. But, uh, you know, that fish is a fish of a lifetime, and if they want to keep it, I have no problem with them keeping it. The laws say that they can keep whatever they'd like, but it's some 26 to 28-inch fish or 20, 24 to 28-inch fish is what I'd really love to throw back because if you get out on the bay enough, you're definitely going to tie it into a 30-incher. So... Mm-hmm. I'd like to be able to have that kid that's 10 years old be 12 and catch a 30-inch or throw that 28 back when he's 10. So that's the way I look at it. Are you fishing in Lake Michigan? Yes, it's Lake Michigan. It's the Bay of Green Bay is what I fish on. I don't target salmon. I It's walleye is what I'm after. I mean, if somebody wants to go for perch, sure, we can sit in a lawn chair at my pond and drink beer and uh catch perch all day but we're out for the walleye on the on the bay with mike mike if you would there on lake michigan in the green bay area tell me what a day is like when do you like to start how many hours do you go and uh how many people can you take with you well first off well that's good question um i i run a 24 foot center council boat so i can take 
I could take more than four, but I'd like to take not more than four guys out, and uh, that works out well. And it's I'm pretty flexible on start times because I only do one trip a day because if we want to stay out a little longer, we can stay out a little longer, and I don't... I'm not pressed to get back to the dock to pick up another crew. So that makes it nice. As far as uh, fishing, do you provide them everything, or what should they bring? Everything is provided by me for catching the fish. I mean, the only thing that we'd have, I'd request that you would bring would be rain gear, what you want to eat and drink. And I have two large Yeti coolers on the boat that we could put your stuff in and be good to go, and, and if it's, you know it's a beautiful day out, you don't need your rain gear, but it's still nice to have because if the wind picks up, you might get some spray, and if and be in May and it's fifty degrees, it can get a bit chilly. So, do you have days you don't go out because of the wind and the waves? So typically, you know, last year I did over a hundred trips, and I had zero days that I couldn't get out. Now I can, I, I may have to go to a location that I haven't been fishing just so we can get out and then we'll work them areas and figure out where the fish are there and just because of the wind but we can typically get out you know if you got a 30 mile an hour wind out of north northeast we're not going to go out and uh knock on wood last year it worked out great that we didn't have that days when we had trips scheduled so well, Mike, it is great to talk to you. Bob Urban has fished with you, hasn't he? Yes. Yes, him and his son came up, and his stepdad came up, and we did two days out on the bay, and we had a really good time and caught a bunch of fish and laughed, you know, because Bob's such a good dude. It's not hard to have fun with Bob, so. You know, I have been talking to people around the state, and I bring his name up just to see what they say. Oh, we love Bob. Yes. Great. That is great to have that kind of personality. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, I met him five years ago or so down at Schaumburg show, and he was the nicest guy. And me and my daughter, my daughter goes to shows with me, and she was at his booth helping him and not helping her dad. So that's what kind of guy Bob is. Well, Mike, best of luck to you as you go into the season this year. I hope it's a good one. And if people want to get in touch with you, how's the best way to do so? Probably the best way is just to give me a phone call, and that's 920-205-2118. You can, you can check out my website. That's exclusivelywalleyeguide.com. You can email me at exclusivelywalleye@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thanks, buddy. Nice talking with you. Bob Urban and I are here under the big walleye on the south end of Gutberg at Murray Outdoors. I have purchased two rods from you at your advice because I want to fish for walleye. I also want to fish for panfish. So what did you recommend? Uh, what did you want first, Ken? I want to catch fish and I want to feel them and have that delightful sensation as I'm winning and they're going to get all the way out of the water and I'm going to be able to put them in the cooler. And what brand of rod were you looking for? You came to me. I think a St. Croix. I've heard good things about St. Croix rods. We sell a lot of St. Croix. We have a lot of them on hand. We actually got you hooked up with a 6.4 light panfish rod. Mm -hmm. 
really nice panfish series of rods that came out a couple years ago, their new edition. I put you in a 6.4 light because you're able to cast smaller jigs if you want. And I, I like the light because you can get a, a nice hook set on a crappie with their soft with their soft mouth. So we went with that on the panfish rod. We paired them up with a Fluger, a Fluger President uh, 20 series. Fluger, uh, Fluger President reels, I always, people are always wondering the sizes on them. With reel size, it's always kind of like shoe size. Some brands are different. Uh, so the 20 on the Fluger is good for your panfish. You wanted a walleye fish, you're going to Canada. Um, I could have put you into a medium light uh advid is what we're going to go with um we went with the medium 6.6 fast action for the advid uh, because we want you to be able to fish around here as well you can handle a 5 ace ounce jig with this maybe even three quarter if we put you into medium light it would get kind of floppy on the end if you wanted to do that so we're hooking you up these are carbon rods um it's got uh this is graphite rod the the advid is so it's a st croix 3 graphite blank with their technology it's their basically third generation that they come out with with the advids and another fluger spinning reel i did i went with the 30 on that fluger president reel to me the fluger when we put them on st croix rods dollar by dollar that's where you get your best um you spend your best money 64.99 for the fluger presidents and the 20 is 58.99 and that's just everyday price here and that's most of the places are going to be around that now i'd sure like you to put a line on it what do you recommend we're doing 15.4 Power Pro on your walleye rod. Ken, we also talked about up in Canada where you might have to put that fluorocarbon leader, if, depending on the lakes, they're going to be a little clearer. We don't worry about it here on the Mississippi River, or I personally don't. I'll just go right to braid. We're going to throw that line on. Um, we don't need any backing on the Fluger Presidents because they have these little rubber grommets. Some people come into the store and they're like, this reel doesn't work, this reel doesn't work. Well, I have a braided line on. Sometimes that braided line, it's got a waxy coating. It sits there and just spins on itself, so you need some backing. We either use a mono or floral backing. These rubber grommets that you see here, they'll catch that, and it won't let it spin on the spool. So that's what these higher-end reels, you'll see they're either milled-faced, they'll have a milling, or they'll have a rubber, a rubber little insert, uh, grommet or whatever you want to call it, and that'll help catch that, that, uh, that braid. Just something that you, you learn by doing it and years of doing it. Let's see the line go on. Power Pro is what we're putting on, and and does this seem a little bit better than the last time you did it at home, Ken? Oh, I've done that, yeah. Get in the kitchen. There, there's a certain satisfaction to it, but you can sure screw it up if you're not careful. Yeah, it'd be something that my grandma used or my mom used on the old Singer sewing machine. Mm -hmm. It's just a little pedal here. We don't have to pump it, though, Ken. Right. It's, my mother it's, had one that you had to yeah, pump. pump it. Yeah, pump, yeah. I have one, my, my mom has one that's decoration too, but nope, it's the same concept and it just spins it on there for us nice and tight. We're putting it on the same way it came off the spool. Is this a dollar a foot? We don't charge. Even for braid, we don't charge. If you buy the, the combo from us, we just set you up. Uh, but usually, it, usually we'll charge half price if you bring us in any rod. We'll charge half price of what it is in the package um, on a 110-yard spool. Does it right, saves you time, and by the time you walk out of here, other than putting a jig on, you're ready to go fishing? That's, that's it, Ken. We can't help you any further. We'll give you some advice up in Canada. We'll tell you what to do. We'll get you all set up. But 
you're going to have to do something up there in Canada, get it, get something going or have the guide. Or I have a guide, and he said I can just plug the umbilical cord back in and go on. Perfect. That, that's all you need then. You should be set to go. Well, Bob's here uh, 24-7, it appears, at uh, Murray Bait and Tackle and Garden Center on the south end of Guttenberg under the big walleye that will soon have a Rapala lure in its lip. So you got to see that. Bob, good to talk to you this week. Yeah, Ken, nice to actually see you and nice to have you back in Iowa. 